1: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
0: Hello. Hello. Here we go. It's the Copy Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Copy Podcast. I'm joined as usual by Jay, little Jay. How are you doing, lad?
2: I'm all right, mate. Yeah. (laughs) I'm good. Footy's back. We're doing a match preview. I can't fucking believe it.
0: Yeah. And we're joined once again by Ross, resident football plunder, slash expert, slash. 17th, oh, that was, 17th, that, that was a lovely game, ego. Things.
1: Ego to that tweet last night. That's just the list I needed <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. yeah,
0: that was me. I've done it all for you, lad. Thanks, I'm always thanks. doing things for you. Always, thanks. always there for you, lad. Thank you. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll crack on with the events of yesterday. Obviously, Premier League came back. Sheffield United versus Aston Villa. It wasn't the big prime time game. We were all we were all hoping it was going to be a shitty 0 nil. But Jesus Christ, what happened with that with, with that goal? that that, that never was. That?
2: didn't I? I? did say Yeti yesterday it'd be nil nil. After all this fucking build up, and it was nil nil. But yeah, Well oh, I not
1: It wasn't nil wasn't nil, was it? It shouldn't have been. Yeah,
2: technically, technically, yeah. Can't believe forty minutes into the first game back, and it's controversy already. But fuck, hell, it was a goal, wasn't it? <laughs>
1: Jesus. It, it's mad the fact that like we all moaned and we're all guilty of moaning about VAR when it was around, mm. and it felt like yeah, football's back now. VAR's not working, or go line technology's not working. Like those conversations that we've not had for three months of like now, of saying, you know, this went wrong, that went wrong, what happened in that game? We've not been able to do that. And as much as like a pain in the arse VAR is, I like having these conversations with people again.
0: Yeah, it's just mad. Like I've seen <laughs> something. The, the keeper was blocking the system or something like that. And they put a statement out saying, it's never happened once. And then obviously the, the first game back it happens. It just it is, it seems a bit coincidental, doesn't it? that I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know if Michael Oviedo
1: was wearing his, his Fitbit still. Or was, what, what the, <laughs> there was there seven cameras that never picked it up. But also, there's there's linesman, fourth officials, the referee, you know, and the fact that they, they never went to VAR to go to go and check it out because apparently they, they trusted goal line technology. Like it, it makes you think, doesn't it? Have, they, how much they rely on technology, and I think you know a couple of people say common sense. But the massive thing is, is when it comes down to August, Aston Villa picked up a point in there, which they probably yeah. shouldn't have had. And it comes down to, you know, a point in the last game of the season and Aston Villa stay up. If you're one of them other teams, you're going to be fuming Well, Sheffield United should be as well because they're on the cusp of potentially getting Champions League football or definitely European football. You know, it's it's two points dropped in their eyes. So where's where's the repercussions? I saw a tweet from I think it was Charlie Austin, you know, who's been quite vocal before when referees make mistakes. And I, I agree with him. Not, not referees coming out and explaining every every decision they've made. But where is it like you know, I think there'd be a lot more, a better relationship between players, fans and referees. Because whichever way you look at it now, referees get shit. Like yeah. if they came out and gone like, listen, like hands up, you know, we did this, it was wrong. You know, it's a bit like politicians, like you, you'd be angry if you just admitted to the mistakes. Mm. be less angry than they were if you just lied to you and kind of went, over oh, like it doesn't matter. So there's going to be frustrations that come towards the end of the season. And it'll pinpoint to the, towards this game. And especially with Aston Villa as well, the fact that they were involved in that thing with Leeds last, se- was it last season the season before Do you know when, they went, when Leeds play went down for or Philip play went down for a free oh, kick and then Leeds scored and yeah. made Leeds go and let them score a goal or yeah. whatever it was like, like there's people out of time going like just give let Sheffield United score a goal but yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think that, that would have made sense really wouldn't it like like Ross just said I think Sheffield would have went one point at the Man United in, in, the, in the league table so that is like for them for how well they've done for that that slice of luck to go against them it is cruel, isn't it, Jake? It is really, really bad in that, in that respect. Yeah, I feel so sorry for them because, they, do you remember
2: years ago when Neil Warnock kicked off about um, the general penalty that we had against him at Bramall Lane at the beginning of the 07 season and that was drop points and he, he, even when they got relegated, he went back to that incident. And I was thinking <laughs> at the time, thinking just get over it, you had another 37 games to fucking get as many points as you want, but right now with the break and like you said, how well they're playing out so unfortunate for for Sheffield. I think we're all getting in sort of the Leicester bandwagon aren't we where we want them to to get Champions League football the way we wanted Leicester to get second and the way we want Leicester to Leicester to win the league a few years ago. It it'd just be great for a name to be in there. And if they don't get it because of this, like Ross said, if they dropped two points because of this is so, so cruel. But like Ross said before, I, I just can't believe how we can all see it. You know, we're we're sat you Know 50 odd miles away from from wherever the game's being played, um, and we could see it, and no one could see it. You can't just all these stoppages that are happening in the game now for five substitutions for what you're telling me they couldn't stop for another 10 seconds to go, but VAR, just check that, yeah, yeah, Oliver, just it it was in,
0: it was in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, we got that, we got that replay pretty much within 10 seconds, the one where he's clearly carried that over the line. Surely, VAR have probably seen. The same video and in their little gaff there, sitting off it. Surely, what they can just it's say? It's, it's by, common the, sense.
1: It's common sense in communication, isn't it? Of someone just going, "Hang on, lads!" You, like Jay just said, you made a mistake there. I think, I and mean, you need to go and look at that. Oh, yeah, there's Sheffield United players that are all screaming. It's just, it's just gone in. And I know players kind of do it to put pressure on the referee. Some part of him must have thought, "Well, Sam, you know, just get a, communicate with with the who's in who's yeah. in charge." It's not like. I think Carragher put it quite well last night when he said, you know, if he, he or a defender makes a mistake, you've got the goalkeeper to bail you out. Why is it like why is it they can't talk to each other like you just said? I'm just going, like, you made a mistake like we're all human, we all make mistakes, or you know, we, we all rely on technology. Sometimes it doesn't work. You know, I think a lot of people have found that out in the past three months. You know, t- technology fails on you. But like comes to a fair result that's, <laughs> that's reflective of, of what's happened in the game. you know, if you're Sheffield United, and like Jay said, you have three months off. Listen, we've done so well so far this season, we've had a break, let's gather ourselves back and we go again. It just dents your, your motivation, your confidence probably in those players. You go, well, what's,
0: what's the point? Yeah. Like you've just scored a legitimate
1: goal and, and not had it.
0: Yeah, you, I think you could tell from the Sheffield United manager that he, he was a bit hesitant to go over to the referee and like give him a good ball. Hand, which, if say this game would happen just as it was, what was going to happen back in March or whatever. I think that would have happened, but because it's like the first game back, I think everyone was a bit hesitant. It's like to be creating more of a drama than it should have been. But really, like we've all just summarised there that that could be huge in, in in the race for the top the top four. Like Chelsea, Chelsea are far ahead of Man United, but only one point ahead of Sheffield United now, and that's it's really cruel for them, I think. And it, yeah,
1: it's also I, from from Sheffield United's perspective, we're talking about getting to Europe or a Champions League spot. They've missed out on that goal. The financial implications that football clubs are going through at the minute—you know—it okay.
0: might be a bit dramatic, but could potentially screw
1: them. Like, it was really yeah. good. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, m- moving on slightly, I just want to get your your
0: thoughts on 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 the freak, the fake crowd noise. Go
1: for it.
2: Yeah, I was I was switching backwards from main event to Premier League on Sky Sports, and I was trying to think which one I want, which one I preferred. But it did make me laugh at um, when he would had a shot on target and the keeper's had gone back out. But then the crowd cheered.
1: And I was thinking, oh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just thought, oh. It's a bit like a pantomime, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it
2: was. It was. So, yeah, that. Made me... I mean, I'm all for it. I, I do. You sort of like, because you're focused on the pitch, you, you sort of don't pay attention to to the seats anyway, do you, when you're normally watching the game. So, yeah, I thought it was good. It just adds to the atmosphere, doesn't it? I must admit, I was li- listening to, uh, watching it on Premier League a lot more cause I was trying to listen for the players, swearing. So I thought this might be quite cool to listen to, but commentators just wouldn't shut up. I think they're talking more than normally uh, now because of that, that that situation. But
0: yeah, I'm all for it, mate. I like it. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I think because obviously it's like, obviously it's fake crowd noise. You could still hear the players over the noise, obviously, because it's not pumped, pumped through the, whatever way they do it, the same way a, a, a genuine crowd would be. So you can still hear the players on the pitch anyway. So it was a nice blend for me. Obviously, like you said there, Jay, yeah, when there's shots on goal and, and it flies like, four miles wide and the car going. No oh. like, well that's not you just you're just clipping
1: that button there, mate. You've you clicked the wrong button there, you know. <laughs> the, only, the only downside to it like there's some things that Sky obviously aren't gonna put out as crowd noise, which you'd hear at fans, you know, like the referee's a wanker or do you know what I mean? This is loads of fun stuff that you'd hear, you know, especially like Liverpool probably as well. But I think it adds to the experience. We're all this isn't new normal isn't it a kind of sound home there's loads of people going, This is shite, this I don't like it, you know. <laughs> would you want no? Would you rather no football, or would you have a football with fake crowd noise? And to me, is your experience at home because that's your only way of watching it. And if it adds to it, like Jay said. Why? Why, why don't want to? And like, I get like trying to listen to what the managers are saying and players, not and because I think it is sometimes it's dead interesting, but it's not beneficial to us. Is it? It's not like they're saying the same tactical thing. You know, I'm going to write that down. and go, oh, Klopp's playing four-two-three-one there, and yeah. changing halfway <laughs> through. It make our
2: podcast
0: better, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I was
2: just gonna say like it's it's sort of pushing us into a new era of, of what we're gonna be interactive wise on, on the T V, isn't it? You know, it's you've had so many monumental ways of talking and what about football and watching it. So, you know, remember early nineties you had um Andy Gray's virtual reality computer, then you had fanzone and then multi-cams when you press the red button and you could follow one player or you could just look behind the goal and all that sort of stuff and it's like we said on the last show that the three of us did where this premflix thing and it's going to move forward you know there's the derby is going to have an interactive thing where you can vote for which chant you want you, do you want LA 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 do you want fields of Anfield Road that type of thing again it's all a bit wishy-washy for me but again it's it, like Ross said, it's a part of the fun at the minute and we've just got to get on with it and whether we like it or not, football's back, and it, this is the way it's going to be
0: for a long, for a long time. I want, I want the Bobby song for the full 90 after this one, by the way. So, let's get, let's get <laughs> sort of on
1: But he's got a crescendo, so it starts off like quite quiet and just builds <laughs> up with a good
0: word. Dead loud. Yeah. Anyways, moving on slightly then to, obviously, the, the, the second game after the Villa game and all that controversy. and An easy win for Man City, as, as we all pretty much expected, really. But I just want to get your thoughts on, this actual state of David Louise, like I was, I, what what is? I put a tweet up going, David Louise is the worst, but, but, the worst defender in the Premier League. A couple of people sent back one back. I was, I'm not sure, you know. And then he made two mistakes straight away and guys sent off. And I was like, there you go.
1: I am um, my mate's an Arsenal fan. Some girl went to university with, him at a, a text in was like we about to line up and stuff. And I was like, it was about Azul didn't start and Louise didn't didn't start. And I was like, that's them done at the club because they're both not injured. Some, something's going on. And then as soon as David Louise came on, I texted her and went, liability. And she, and she remember red card incoming. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. But it's oh. like, was, was it, was it Brentford they played last week? And there was someone clipped him up of like,
0: yeah. he was trying to
1: ship it over to midfielders and he lost the ball and then he went and scored. And like, oh, last night was like, you know, he's made the most mistakes, and most mistakes leading to whereas he's been sent off at like the Etihad, Anfield, you know, where at the Emirates, like, and, and maybe even Old Trafford as well. You think yeah. he that's why he didn't start. you can't you can't trust him and you know Arteta obviously had his um you know he had to, he had to make the change and put him on, but like it just doesn't seem like he cares or his head's not in it. And like that's bad. And I that's I think that's the reason why Chelsea got rid of him. You looked back at Chelsea and you know, the Mourinho getting jipped off or Conte getting jipped off. I think he was one of those toxic players that were in that squad. Lampard's gone in and gone, I don't want that here. Fuck off. Yeah.
0: I think Callagher wasn't it Callagher who described him as like a defender like you are playing on the PlayStation. If, if yeah. is, he, he just doesn't know what he's doing. Like he'll pick the ball up, there'll be three options on, and if it was Van Dijk or someone with a fucking a brain in the nut, they'd just pass it off. But he just tries a long ball and gives it away every time. It must be so frustrating to watch as an Arsenal fan. One
1: of the funniest tweet I saw last night was um, <laughs> David Luiz makes me thankful of Dejan Lovren,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> which kind of sums it up pretty nicely.
0: Yeah. What did, what did you make of the game as a whole? Obviously, it went it went went the way we all expected it to. I built myself up too much,
2: I think. I think I was trying to take into account that um, the Etihad would be empty. Well, it is anyway. But you know, I, th- I thought that'd help, and I thought that maybe the break could do Arsenal a bit of good. And I, you know, all those things that are going in your head because you want to win the league at, at, on Sunday and stuff is it closer than, than they do on Wednesday. But yeah, I, I, it, it just went out as normal, didn't it? I think we all got into Twitter too much and replying rather than watching the game towards it halfway through. It was more replying to tweets and taking the piss out of Arsenal as we normally do because it was so shit. And Yeah, it went as normal. Sterling gets a goal, doesn't he? Which is very lucky. But it's it's one of them. We just knew that had happened and it made me laugh when they got And they've closed the gap to 22 points now.
0: Okay, Sky Sports. <laughs> I love that, like you said, yeah, Jay. Like, I was just on Twitter, pretty much just on the lap of some of the tweets, I and mean, I love that one where there was the big, big uh, screen with all the City fans on, you couldn't even fill the screen with fans, like the little segments where the fans that were, was there was a technical
1: gap. issue. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, it, it was a technical issue because people kept dropping in and out, but then he changed it from video to still images. I don't even see seen the tweet, it was when, um, is it Garcia, when he when he, he got, got out, and there's a guy who must've been celebrating a goal. But, <laughs> It looks like he's celebrating the guy line on the floor. you think, thinking, oh my god, he's, he's taking that photo and what have you put it out in the world? Um,
2: <laughs> the sour thing about that day, about last night, was being, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've not heard anything today of you because no, no. uh, it looked like it was his neck because they were proper supporting his neck the moment he went down, and then he's added in a neck. his legs were tied together, and everything stopped the blood flow and stuff. And I just thought, oh, that looks nasty. And what pissed me off the most was Edison. He's just going, ah oh, my and, ah oh, my and, I just fucking walked away and didn't like say, are you okay? Until like he was about to be carried off the pitch, I
1: thought. Pep did it as well, didn't he? They, they wheeled him right in front of Pep, and then so I saw someone tweet saying that he didn't have the cameras on him; otherwise, he would have performed CPR himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that, what a shout. I, I think, I
1: think from Man City's perspective, I think that's that's kind of what we expected. It's like Jay said, you know, you look at Arsenal. Like I thought, you know, new manager turns upon with his players, put some tactical, you know moves into their minds and what he wanted to do and work with them which again his hand was forced with, with injuries but like defensively they look all over the place I think they said on commentary last night like I didn't even realise that Bamiang was playing until they mentioned him on commentary in the 60th or 70th minute whereas Man City talk about mentality we, I think we spoke about this with Liverpool how they'd handle the break Man City a well-oiled machine Kevin De Bruyne like I love watching him last night I don't care like there'll be loads of people going oh it's just Man City players like if you like football you, you should appreciate what Kevin De Bruyne is and what he does same with Raheem Sterling. I know he missed a few cities and stuff, but like, it's good to watch Manchester City. The only reason you don't like it is because the they, well, they were yeah, but they went. They're one of our rivals, more modern day rivals.
0: I mean, those, right? right? We, we
1: both, all three of us, would take Kevin De Bruyne back in a heartbeat.
2: Uh, not back, we take him in a heartbeat and yeah. a lot. Of us take Sterling back to, to add that depth and all that sort of stuff, regardless of yeah, to fill the bench. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah
2: fill the bench, up not it? We're ready to go straight in. But yeah, like you said, mate, you just want to watch great, great football, don't you? We've all missed it. I think everyone is excited to see City play anyway because they do play play great football, and we we can't deny that.
0: Yeah, and I, I, like, like Ross just said, like I don't think Ozil was even in the in the squad, was he? Like it's mad yeah. when you think David. Like, with nine, not nine subs as well. Yeah, and it it, does, it baffles like he's a creative midfielder. Like I understand maybe he's on the decline or whatever, and he doesn't fit fit tactically or whatever but Jesus Christ the amount of times I saw Bamiang like, I don't think Arsenal had a shot on target all night but Bamian was always on that left hand side and he was always on yeah. Yeah, in between, between Walker and Garcia there was a ball on every time it seemed like three or four times and then the you didn't have the nose to play through. He might have had a chance to get a goal and it just it was. you could see he was frustrated and I was fucking frustrated as I was going with Arsenal to eventually score but yeah It's
1: the hope that kills you isn't it? I was like oh, yeah. do you suffer tonight now? Yeah. <laughs> David Luiz has got other fucking plans for Liverpool fans winning the title at Goodison Park, he? <laughs> and he. It is.
0: It's it the whole that one with it, David, uh, if, if it was a footballer that signifies 2020, and then just a picture of David Luiz looking like a looking like a gimp. So yeah, that, that is literally 2020 in a footballer <laughs> But anyway, come on, Jay. City's next game is Burnley. Yeah, before us. so, so it's, it's on a just when it? we
1: all change our AVIs to Chris Wood again on Twitter,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna leave that to then, Jay, but you've brought it up now. So we might as well to chat about that. Right. They play Burnley on, on Monday. Um, if if we, if we win on Sunday, I think we will we win the title, do Is that the right match? Because yeah, I kept me, my head was going, get a trying to think about if it. We
1: beat Everton and City and City lose on Monday, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: well. But,
2: we know what we've got to do, haven't we, boys? Like you said, two more wins, and we start on Sunday uh, against the Evan. Yeah, we just we spoke off her, didn't we, about how the last match preview we did officially in the same room together uh, was after Atletico and before the Derby, mate. So I don't know if we, we'll just we'll just cut that bit into there now. We'll have a rest, and we'll play that, and then we'll just do the ending. Yeah, do you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, because
0: my score prediction, I, I want to change that. Uh, Adrian yeah. <laughs> would have been in goal. <laughs> yeah, Adrian, we've, got, we've now got the beautiful bearded the bastard back. So I don't think we'll concede. But anyway, yeah, looking forward to, to Sunday, 7 p.m. kick off. Score, score predictions, and well, ex- let's go, let's go team predictions first. Because I saw something from the Evening Standard today about Mo Salah not being and not wasn't pictured in training yesterday, and the club apparently remain, remain quiet about why that was. If it comes to fruition that he does miss
1: the game, who, who would you have in his place on that right-hand side? Go on, Ross. <sighs> you know, Does like seem... Minamino. Maybe I like to see him get a run out. Whether the right wing is his spot or not, and whether you move money to the other side and then you try and put Minamino on the left. I don't know. I think you, Harvey Elliott. I'd love to. I'd love to see out there. But again, it's. Which I won yeah. game in the derby, I think he'd love it. To be honest, I put three out of there. It's like, who would you play against there? It's like the kids it was the kid, capable of capable yeah. of, of doing it. They've done it before. Yeah. Um I put a re but, just to shit Pickford up. It just it so it yeah. Put a re- on the left. Put money on the right. It's probably it's probably the, the, the right answer in that sense. Don't even put a re- on the left. Just put a re- next to Pickford for the whole game. Stand next to him like that. You know
2: entirely disrespectful to everything at the end of the day but they, they prove us right no matter what team we put out, they never beat us so I mean fucking famous last words but just there. Um, But it's it's one of them I mean, if I think the club are tight-lipped on it for, for a reason but I can't see Mohamed Salah missing such a game if it's for a, a very small minor detail especially when it's the first game back and he'll be chomping at the bit to um, top up the ball tally.
1: Yeah. The press conference is tomorrow at half one, so we'll know more about that anyway. But I think he missed, I think he missed training as a precaution. But I agree with Jay, of like, you know, put him in bubble wrap, make sure he's fit for these games. I and mean, you got to remember as well, like two, three days later, or two, yeah, three days later, there's another game. Yeah. Palace, you know what I mean? So, he, you know, even if he can't start, just leave him out with safety and then make sure he starts against Crystal Palace. Yeah. We've got, we've got the squad depth and capabilities of players to come up against Everton.
0: That's mean we could, like you said, there rush we do put Marnie over to the right and have Divock on the left, or there's, you can throw Ox on the wing if you want to. Do. You can throw Kater there. You can, there's like there's so many options. that what, like you said, if Yellow end up getting a shout, that would be, that would just be absolutely class. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, let's let's have some score predictions on that one because I think on the last video where I don't know, are you going to cut that one to this Jay, or not? Are we, gonna, is this worth doing? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I Think absolutely. on the last one I said. Uh, 2-1, I think. Because I, I said, I'll oh, we'll see one because we've got Adrian and goal. Because I was being a little, a, little, a little saddle bastard. I think you said 3-1, Jay. So, yeah. I, I'm changing mine to 2-0, by the way. What are going with? I'm changing mine
2: to 1-0. I'm just... Just because it's... It might be cagey, it's a derby, regardless of whether there's people in that stadium or not. And it's the first game back, I'm just going for a cheeky 1-0 win. But I'd love it to be a 1-0 win where it's like the money. 92nd minute at, at at Goodison a couple of years ago, or the Origi 96 minute one. i it to be something like that, something dodgy. Give me a dodgy goal, another dodgy win against Everton. I'll take you
1: that. You pick for throwing it in again.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he kicks it on Digne's back backside and he goes in the back of the goal, something like that. You know, best left back in the world scores for us. I take an own goal, one go nil. Ross, where you, what are you
0: I'm going? going, going
1: 3-1. I go three one. I I think Jay's right in in, in one sense, but it's like <clears throat> it's all Everton got to play for. Since is their dead cup final. What have, what have they got to win the season apart from delaying Liverpool winning the league? You know, last season when we you know, we drew nil nil, it was like, "Oh, that's the game where you you lost the league." But you know, we drew all the games and we lost when well, we lost one. So, I mean, that's their only claim to happiness. Is well, they'll be happy that Liverpool can win the league there in the first place. Yeah. But also, you know, it's difficult because I thought the same at Arsenal of having that break, like I said before, and you know, a new manager being able to work with his players and implement new new ideas and whatever else. I like to think Carlo Ancelotti's a lot better manager than that, and he'll get something out of those players. Um, obviously, I think they're struggling with injuries. I think Walcott's injured, like Gabamin's injured, um, Delso. Whether that's good or a bad thing, he's 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 down yeah, for he can,
0: as well, yeah, he um, as well himself in yeah.
1: So yeah, he's, he's in a very difficult position. But then again, like you know, there's probably I would have said there's people playing for the futures at that club. But again, things have changed in the past three months so rapidly. Of like <laughs> the cargo into, into the cargo into transfer market like most other clubs. So you no. Know,
0: it, it's it's you know it's difficult for them i mean it's probably i think i said it on the last last preview we did it, it's probably better that there's no cards because i could have obviously it's, it's usually like fever pitch it's loads of loads of sour blues screaming up screaming at the early players trying to put them off and whatever else so
1: punching plays the kit in their hands
0: yeah throwing, throwing pound coins and all that uh no nah, just so usually the the better technical teams will it obviously be doing better. While there's, there's no fans, we've seen that last night with Man City, where they just tore Arsenal apart, basically. But um, yeah, it, I, th- I think it, it, it might be a closer game than we expect. Like like Roster said, there. I think they are, they've got a lot to, to prove, and this is this is their cup final, isn't it? So it, it might be a more of a tricky game than than we expect from. Yeah,
2: exactly. Right. And like I said, that's why I said with a prediction, you've got to be. Really cagey with these types of occasions, and don't get me wrong, I'm still going to be getting drunk all day with it being Father's Day. And I can watch every fucking game because I'm allowed to because it's Father's Day. And I will be sat, you know, getting very, very merry by the time that game kicks off. And hopefully, we'll
0: all be getting absolutely pissed because then we'll be three points away from fucking winning this league finally. To me, we're in such a privileged position as well that we're thinking, oh, if we beat the Manchester, then if Man City play on Monday. Then, oh, we could win it then, but then we could win it on Wednesday. Well, like we've got so many options. What, what would you be ideal? Would you want obviously City to win on the Monday and then us to win it on the Wednesday at Crystal Palace at Anfield? That would, that would be, I think, pretty much everyone's ideal, wouldn't it? What a,
1: what a nice little twist that would be from Chris Danbolt to actually beating Crystal Palace to win the actual league and then get a guard of honour against Man City as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I, want.
1: I
2: think has, that, that's perfectly put that. That's the quote we're going <laughs> yeah. to use. I Tweet that very of this. <laughs> all reversed. It, yeah. yeah. That's fucking, I'm sold now Ross,
1: off, that's it, done. stand Bull that's what you can call it.
0: That's exactly what it is. Uh, we'll just clip we'll just clip that bit and then we'll just put it on loop for the two, two minutes twenty and we'll just keep putting it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny though, isn't it? Because I I was chatting to
2: my mate over the weekend and he was he was saying like I can't it's the most Liverpool thing, the whole all this. You know, we're about to win the league and there's so many. Things that are getting out of the way, and I just say, Well, listen, mate, you know, you look back 10 years ago in October 2010 when we were 24 hours away from going into administration. If I said to you then that all that shit's going to happen, we're going to be up and down, Gerard's going to slip, unfortunately, and you know, and we're going to experience all that sort of bollocks, and then Klopp's going to come along and, tech it, and we're going to get on the cusp of winning the league, and a fucking pandemic's going to come in and delay it another three or four fucking months, would you have taken it? And you're like, Yeah, I'll fucking take it right now. Of course, you would. Um, so yeah, I think that's the best scenario for me. Chris Stamble, um, redemption, I like it, and then a guard of honor at the Etihad, which will piss everybody
0: off. Oh, yes, give me that. Well, I think that's pretty much the perfect way to end the podcast. There, Chris Stamble turned on to fucking Ed. Well I'll done, have it. well done, Ross. That's that's oh, yeah. it, man. Give, it, give we're, us we're a few give...
1: trademark that before Liverpool do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, get, get, throw, throw a few likes and give us give us a uh, subscribe if you, if you like the video, and we we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.